This shit a motherfucking layup. I been Steph Curry with the shot. Been cooking with the sauce. Chef Curry with the pot, boy. Live from the 301. Live from the pot. I want to welcome my audience to episode number 38 of Curry in the Pot. Wow, 38. We almost have 40. I want everybody that's been supporting me to just give yourselves a round of applause wherever you are, man. I really appreciate all the love and support that you guys have been giving me. We're almost at a thousand plays on SoundCloud too, so you guys should also be proud of yourself. And I just want to thank everybody. Literally, after I drop this episode today, we'll be at a thousand plays. One thousand plays. I couldn't have imagined this type of support anyways. So, thank you guys. So, week 10 is in the books. It's another exciting week in the NFL. We're getting ready to transition into week 11. The season is almost at its end. Guys, it's almost coming to an end. A lot of teams are battling for playoff spots. The NFC has been crazy in particular. You know, just a lot of unpredictable stuff. AFC as well, but some stuff in the NFC I just couldn't predict. Like the Saints, the Rams, the Panthers. The Giants been as disappointing as they are. It's just been crazy. In the AFC, we got the Jaguars. The Titans are fighting for playoff position. It's just been a wild season. It's been crazy. But like I said, week 10 is in the books. Before I transition to week 11, I want to talk about the injury report and some of the injuries that took place in week 10. So last week, Richard Sherman is out with a ruptured Achilles. He suffered that. Ruptured Achilles in their win over the Arizona Cardinals. Also, running back for the Seahawks, CJ Procise is out for the season. We have Jamie Collins, Browns linebacker, out with a torn MCL. Curtis Samuel is out with an ankle injury. Carolina Panthers wide receiver. And Rob Kelly, running back for the Washington Redskins, is out. He hurt his MCL and his ankle in that game. And it's just been a a crazy year for injuries, a a year unlike any other. I've never seen so many star players go down with injuries, so I'm going to go over the list real quick. It's been crazy. We had Richard Sherman, Deshaun Watson, Andrew Luck, Aaron Rodgers, Odell Beckham Jr., Brandon Marshall, Zach Miller, Jason Peters, Joe Thomas, Marshall Yonder, J.J. Watt, Whitney Merciless, Eric Berry, Dalvin Cook, David Johnson, Darren Sproles, Ryan Tannehill, Julian Edelman, and also Allen Robinson. It's just been a ridiculous year as far as injuries. And I'm wishing every player that got injured a speedy recovery for next season. And I'm just hoping we don't see any more injuries to anyone else. So week 10, I'm feeling myself. I'm off of adrenaline high. I did really well. It was 14 games in week 10. I went 11 and 3, guys. Go ahead, go ahead. Give me a round of applause. So, let's recap these games really quick. So, last week we had a Thursday nighter the Seahawks against the Arizona Cardinals. The Seahawks won that game 22 to 16. Drew Stanton got the start for the injured Carson Palmer once again. And he didn't do too bad. It's just the Cardinals, they, they just didn't have enough. Uh, the Seahawks been playing really well. Russell Wilson threw two touchdowns. But they lost their guy, Richard Sherman, an emotional leader, one of their best players. You know, the leader of the Legion of Boom. And the Seahawks, they won, though. You know, they've been they've been playing really good football, you know, staying relevant. 
and they're in the hunt for a wild card spot. And if the Rams slip up, which I don't think they will, they could be in the hunt for the NFC West title. Seahawks are the instant team to watch out for. Vikings, Redskins. I had the Vikings winning this one, but it was a really crazy game. You know, Case Keenum has been playing some really good football at quarterback for the Minnesota Vikings, throwing four touchdowns. Adam Thielen lit up the Redskins with eight catches, 166 yards, and a touchdown. Stephon Diggs had his homecoming, four catches, 78 yards, and one touchdown. And the Redskins, I just don't know what's going on, but the Redskins have played the toughest schedule through nine games. They had the toughest schedule in the NFL through nine games, four and five. It's kind of where I imagined them. The running game has been inconsistent. You know, I don't know what's going on with the Redskins. They do have another tough opponent this upcoming week against the Red Hot New Orleans Saints. Bills, speaking of the Saints, Bills Saints, that game was an absolute blowout. The New Orleans Saints won that game easily, 47-10. Drew Brees didn't even throw a touchdown. The Saints dominated the Bills on the ground with 298 rushing yards. Mark Ingram had 21 carries for Buck 31. Alvin Kamara had 12 carries for Buck 06. Mark Ingram had three touchdowns. Alvin Kamara had one touchdown. And Drew Brees had a rushing touchdown. The Bills, I don't know what's going on. I feel like they're about to fold after that hot start and unexpected start that they started off the season with. They have another tough game. And they're starting rookie Nathan Peterman next week. So it's going to be interesting to see. Packers, Bears. That is the first game of the week that I picked incorrectly. I thought the game could have went either way. Honestly, the Bears have been playing some competitive football, but they just don't score enough points, honestly. And, you know, they have a lack of depth at the wide receiver position. They don't really have any weapons, honestly. Jordan Howard's their main weapon. And Tari Cohen, a guy that looks like he's been phased out of the offense a little bit. But the Packers got it done. The Packers are another interesting team to look out for. You know, if they keep winning... And Aaron Rodgers returns, look out NFC, Aaron Rodgers has returned to practice, you know, in a very limited capacity, Packers, another interesting team to look out for, Browns, Lions, I had Detroit winning this one, they got it done, they won big, 38-24, Matthew Stafford, the big money man, threw three touchdowns, Golden Tate, been playing really good, six catches, 97 yards, a touchdown, Go Lions. Lions, another team. I keep saying instant teams, but it's so interesting. Like, all of these teams are, like, literally right there. I think the Lions are a potential wild card team if they don't win the NFC North, which I don't think they will. Minnesota Vikings have been rolling high. But the Lions, like I said, it's, been, it's a bunch of instant teams to look out for. It's no, like, great teams in the NFL, but it's a bunch of, like, good teams and then really good teams. Then it's a lot of teams just in the mix of things. And the Lions are one of those teams. Steelers-Colts, that game was a really good game. In Indianapolis at Lucas Oil Stadium, the Steelers squeezed out a win, 20-17. Ben Roethlisberger threw two touchdowns. Juju Smith-Schuster has been playing really good, man. Really good. Five catches, 97 yards. He's been playing really good as of late. Kid is really young, man. Only 20 years old. Le'Veon Bell. Himself 80 yards. The Colts, I just don't know what's going on with you guys, man. They've been playing some really competitive football as of late, but I just don't know what's going on. They're going to be picking in the top 10 in April's draft. Jags, Chargers. 
The Jacks is a team to really look out for. The defense is, you know, Super Bowl-level defense, but the only thing that worries me is Blake Bortles. He really concerns me. And he might be, you know, the downfall of this team. But the Jags have been playing really good football. Them and the Titans are 6-3 and three in the AFC South. So, AFC South, instant division to look out for. It's usually the Texans, but, you know, they're injury riddled this year. J.J. Watt, Deshaun Watson, Whitney Merciless, you know, a lot of entries on that team. So, look out in the AFC South, Jags and Titans. Buccaneers, Jets. I thought the Jets would get this one. Ryan Fitzpatrick got the start. Mike Evans was suspended. So I guess you could say I had probable cause to believe that the Jets were going to win. I thought they would, but they just didn't really get any offense going. Weird game. 15-10. Buccaneers got the W. No Jameis Winston, no Mike Evans. Apparently no problem. Titans-Bengals. 24-20 was the score. I picked that game correctly. Titans have been playing good football as of late. They're 6-3. Tied for the best record in the AFC South, as I just mentioned. They got it done. 24-20. Marcus Mariota threw a touchdown. I don't know. The Bengals, this is a weird team. This is a weird game. I almost went with the Bengals as a prediction, but I didn't. Rams-Texans. 33-7. The Rams roll past the Texans for a fourth straight win. Sean McVay... Former offensive coordinator Washington Redskins has got the Rams playing some really good football. Jared Goff threw for 355 yards and three touchdowns. Todd Gurley, 11 carries, 68 yards. Robert Woods, though, eight catches, a buck 71, and two TVs for the Rams. Been playing some tremendous football. Sean McVay has got these guys playing. It's amazing what a a change of head coach or a change of coordinator can do for a team in the Rams. One of the best teams in the league this year. Falcons, Cowboys. We know the Cowboys were without running back Ezekiel Elliott, but they were also without left tackle Tyron Smith, one of the league's best offensive linemen. And in that game, they, they missed Ezekiel Elliott, but they really missed Tyron Smith. Chaz Green got the start at left tackle. And he was in for a long day, giving up six sacks. Adrian Claiborne had six sacks. The Falcons' defense had eight sacks as a team. But real quick, I want to say this. I just thought it was kind of funny that when the Redskins played the uh, Cowboys a few weeks ago and the Redskins were down four starting offensive linemen, and I didn't make it a big deal, but I was just saying. I mean, any team that's down four offensive linemen is going to be in for a long day. But the Cowboys lose one offensive lineman. They left tackle Tyron Smith, who was one of the league's best. Let me say that. I don't want to get misconstrued. But when, when he goes down, they suffer that type of performance, that kind of drop-off, only scoring seven points. Like, come on. People, people said I was tripping. And a particular fan told me that death matters. Well, my friend. Death matters, and you saw it firsthand. You're giving up eight sacks, come on. You guys had the best offensive line in the NFL. You guys lose just one guy, and you guys give up eight sacks. That's, that, you guys got to max protect, do something. Double team, do something. But I ain't going to talk about that no more, man. Falcons got it done. I said the Falcons were going to win if Ezekiel Elliott was, in fact, suspended, and he was suspended. Falcons got it done. They went big, 27-7. to 7. 
Giants, 49ers, the last game that I picked incorrectly of the week. I thought the Giants would finally get a win, but it just looked like the players are quitting on head coach Ben McAdoo. They want him gone. They want him ousted. They want him fired. Whatever you want to say, but the Giants say they will not make any changes at head coach until after the season. 49ers got it done. They got their first win of the season. And as we know, they started C.J. Bethard. He threw two TDs. Carlos Hyde had 98 yards on the ground. 49ers got it done. I don't really want to talk about this one too much. But the 49ers finally got a win. Kyle Shanahan got that monkey off his back. Patriots, Broncos, Sunday night gap. I'm not even going to lie. I didn't watch a single minute of that game. I didn't. I knew it was going to be ugly. Brock Osweiler got the start for the Broncos. Tom Brady threw three TDs. Deion Lewis had a touchdown. I did, really didn't watch any of it, honestly. Who did Brady? Dwayne Allen had a touchdown. James White had a touchdown. All I know is the Patriots won big 41-16. to And the Monday Nighter, the Panthers, destroyed... The Miami Dolphins, 45-21. Cam Newton is back. He is bike. Cam, four touchdowns. Four passing touchdowns. 95 yards rushing. They got it done. Christian McCaffrey had a pair of touchdowns, a rushing and a receiving one. They, they won big, man. They won big. Shout out to the Panthers who's been playing really good football this year. Before I move on to week 11, let's talk about the playoff picture real quick. If the playoffs started today, these are the teams that would be in it. In the AFC, the Steelers, who sit up top of the AFC North, they're 7-2. New England, AFC East, right now they sit at the top of the AFC East with 7-2 record. Kansas City, still sitting up top of the AFC West, 6-3. Jacksonville and the Titans have a tie in the AFC South. So one of those teams would be the wild card. According to, you know, ESPN, the, the Titans lead the division right now. They had a tiebreaker over them. They're 6-3. and three. Jaguars would be the first team in the wild card. Buffalo would be in the playoffs. Baltimore and Oakland sitting right outside of the uh, AFC wild card picture. They're 4-5. and five. Miami's also 4-5. and five. Moving on to the NFC. The team with the best record, Philadelphia Eagles, sit up top of that conference Leading the NFC East with the 8-1 record. Minnesota, NFC North leaders with the 7-2 record. New Orleans Saints, NFC South leaders with the 7-2 record. The Rams, the LA Rams with another 7-2 record. Carolina Panthers, 7-3. Seattle, 6-3. Right outside the hunt, we have four, five, and four teams. Atlanta, Detroit, Green Bay, and Dallas. Four and five teams are Washington and Arizona. So, let's move on to week 11 tonight. We have the Pittsburgh Steelers hosting the Tennessee Titans. I'm going with the Steelers in this one. I just expect them to get it done. Titans have been playing good football as of late, so it should be a, game, a good game to watch. Saints-Redskins. The Saints are winners of seven straight. I'm going with them. That game is in New Orleans. At the Mercedes-Benz Superdome. Bears-Lions. The Bears are hosting the Detroit Lions. The division game should be a good game. I'm going with Detroit, though. Packers, Ravens. I didn't even circle this game yet. I'm going with the Pack. I'm going with the Packers. Brett Hundley seems to be more comfortable in that Packers offense. Aaron Jones did go down with an injury. Ty Montgomery should get the start. 
Browns, Jags. The Browns hosted Jacksonville Jaguars. I'm going with the Jaguars, man. This is the Browns for crying out loud. Texans, Cardinals. I'm going with Arizona. I'm going with Arizona. Vikings, Rams. Should be the best game this week. Two really good teams, the Vikings and the Rams. That game is in Minnesota. I'm going with the Vikings. I'm going with them. Giants, Chiefs. The Chiefs are on the road, but I expect them to get a W. I'm going with Kansas City to win that one. Dolphins, Buccaneers. I'm not picking the Dolphins anymore. I'm not picking them anymore. I'm going with Tampa Bay, though. I'm going with them. Mike Evans should come back off that suspension. I'm going with Tampa Bay. Chargers and Bills. And now go Chargers. Go. Been a couple of weeks since I played that soundbite, but I'm rolling with the Chargers to defeat the Bills. I don't know what's going on with the Bills. They're starting rookie quarterback Nathan Peterman. I think they really did Tyrod Taylor dirty. He's been playing really good football this year. Only one of four quarterbacks to have 10 passing touchdowns and only throwing three interceptions. Tyrod Taylor's had nearly 2,000 yards. It wasn't his fault, you know. In the loss against the Saints, they just got the defense just look awful. Giving up all those yards on the ground, as I mentioned earlier. But I'm going with the Chargers to win this one. Broncos, Bengals, a weird game. That game is in the Mile House City of Denver. I'm going with the Broncos to defeat the Bengals. And we have the Patriots and the Raiders. That game is in Mexico City. I'm rolling with New England. The Raiders are coming off a bye, so they should make the game interesting. I'm going with New England, though. Sunday Night Football, Cowboys host the Eagles at Jerry's World. I'm going with the Philadelphia Eagles. Cowboys are without Ezekiel Elliott. Tyron Smith should play. I just don't know. The Eagles have been red hot. I'm going with Philadelphia. And the Monday Nighter, Seattle Seahawks host the Atlanta Falcons. I'm going with Atlanta, though. My money's on them. I'm going with Atlanta. And this week, we have four teams on a bye. Carolina, the Colts. The Jets and the 49ers are on buys this week. And I want to wrap things up by thanking my audience for listening. Just want to thank everybody for listening, for the love and the continued support. It's been quite a journey. NBA fans, NBA episode is coming back tomorrow. Be ready. Be ready for the episode I'm dropping tomorrow. I might do a little mailbag. I don't know, but it'll be the first month of the season in the books. So I got to talk NBA news with you guys. I got to. I got to. There's been a lot of crazy things going on. The Celtics are streaking. Lonzo Ball's been struggling, having an up and down rookie year. The Cavaliers been weird this year. Some surprise teams like the Magic. The Wizards have won four straight games. There's a lot going on. Joel Embiid just had a monster game last night against the Lakers. A lot of stuff to talk about. So, I will drop an NBA episode tomorrow. I might make it a mailbag. So, just look out, man. Might ask you guys for some questions. But, I want to thank everybody for listening one last time. This is Mike Curry. I am signing out. Episode number 38 is done. Peace.